The Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone podcast is brought to you by Evolve Health. Evolve Health believes that a healthy lifestyle should be simple. That's why they created the best natural, science-driven products that are simple, clean, and great tasting. Replace your bad habits with smart choices. Replace your current spending and save money. And you can get healthier and stay healthier with Evolve. The Evolve Reboot Program is designed to help your body address inflammation and leptin sensitivity naturally with the help of their convenient, nutritious products. The products, plus their healthy eating guidelines, help the body begin to lose fat for good. And with products geared towards performance and recovery, athletes love Evolve too. With the very best part of Evolve is their social and humanitarian aspect of their business platform. The Hope Movement, powered by Evolve's Buy One, Nourish Two initiative, is changing lives around the world. Needless to say, this is a company that Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone is very proud to be associated with. For more information, please visit the website, twofitcrazies.com, and click on the podcast sponsor tab at the top of the page. What's happening, everybody? This is Brian Prendergast. This is Christine Conti, and we are Two Fit Crazies with a Microphone. We're where it's at. <laughs> where it's at. So we're back again. We're doing some podcasting again and uh, bringing uh, another topic to you uh, that we think is pretty interesting. Uh, last time out, what did we talk about, Christine? We talked about how we were Two Fit Crazies and what that means and really what fitness means to us and what we're trying to bring to this world as two fit crazies. We talked about really taking chances and infusing health and fitness into everyday life. And Brian mentioned that, you know, people consider fitness and eating well a real drag, I think, to to quote you, um, and we're trying to make it fun. We're trying to take fitness and make it functional. And instead of using the first two words of function with, which is F you, we're trying to add the third and make it fun. How is fitness not just functional to preserve our bodies for life, but make it fun so that it sticks. And that was a really big, uh, big point that we really want to drive home to everyone listening out there. Absolutely. Everything that we do with this stuff, it has to be fun. Um, you know, one of the things that I tell my clients often, whether it's uh, with fitness or nutrition, is is that if it's work, it's not going to work. And it's something that, you know, if we are uh, really making very rigid guidelines and stringent, uh, you know, things that need to be adhered to, it becomes difficult, and I think the more we play, the better off we're going to be. And uh, that's just uh, it's my outlook on this. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, having fun and doing what we do, and 
And it's not about, um, you know, uh, playing uh, um, uh, gym class or, or anything like that. It, you know, it's, it's about um, really just uh, uh, having fun and, and, and making everything that you do fun. Uh, it, it's, 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 it's working, that's for sure. So, uh, uh, you know, today we, uh, we had a different topic. So we talked about last time. Today we had a, a little bit of a different thing. So we uh, wanted to kind of discuss our philosophies a little bit with training and, uh, you know, uh, and who we, who we aim to help. And really, more than anything, who needs you? Who needs us? Who needs us? Who are, who are the people that need us the most? Who are the ones that not only we want to help, but need our help? And uh, I think, um, you know, I think that it's a, it's a pretty good thing to look at, uh, you know, for, for, for both of us and, uh, and let you guys know who, who needs us. And it's the way you say it. And when Brian said this um, a week ago or so, you had said, let's talk about who needs you. And I'm like, and I wrote it down because I write everything down. I'm super visual. I don't know about anybody else, but super visual. So I'm like. I write down who needs you in quotes and I look at the paper and I'm like, wait, who needs me? Like, well, is it who needs me? Like, is like who, who needs me to survive or like who needs you? Like, like I'm not needed. Like, I'm, and I'm this, and it's so funny because I started looking at it like glasses half full or glasses half empty. And really that's life. And what we're trying to do is fill that glass up. Even if you drink half of it, it's still half full. It's not half empty. Sure. What do you have left? What do you What do you have to give? Um, and I think that's really positive because I think all of us have been through experiences where we feel needed, and you're like, "This is amazing." Because everyone wants to feel needed, and we've had experiences where you feel like, "Who needs you?" Like you could disappear and wander off, and and no one would miss you. And I think that there's some power behind this and for a second I just want to step back and think of the bazillion psychology classes that I took about using words and the power of words and the word need as a teacher for 15 16 years or so I would tell my students I need you to do something I need you to take out your pencils I need you to take out your notebooks and I trick them and Sometimes I would actually tell them at the end of the year what I do to them because there's a lot of psychology. And I, I don't say, take it out, take out your notebook. I say, I need you. And I said, do you know why I say that? And they're like, I don't know. You just... I said, because the word need makes you feel unconsciously like you're needed. We all want to be needed in Absolutely. Life. And it's like, I will do that because my teacher needs me. <laughs> and it's, it's really kind of funny to think about, but it's true. So yeah, that's one of the things I think of when I think of this without getting into it yet. No, absolutely. It's, it's one of those things where you, uh, the emphasis and how we emphasize the word, those words. Emphasis. Emphasis on the wrong <laughs> syllable. <laughs> and, uh, it, because it's so true and, and I need things. I need, I need very much. I'm very needy. Um, no, but you know, I need, uh, I need people to work with and people out there that, uh, need me to help them in a way that I know that I can help them. Uh, there, there's, there's a, oh, I mean, there's just a wide open 
market of 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 really the people that I try to help are are very unhealthy people. Uh, it's not the tip top of fitness uh, that is looking to uh, fine tune their their perfect uh, race or uh, or or you know drop the you know get into shape for a, a bodybuilding competition and or, or you know drop those last few pounds it's just not uh, what what I really enjoy doing I do it sometimes with with high school athletes but uh, for the most part my the people that I work with and the people that I feel need me the most are the people that are just a little bit sick and the people that are um, really looking to re-enter uh, fitness and reintroduce themselves or inter- if really for the first time uh, or run that first 5k I'd much rather work with a brand new runner who's never run a 5k even or a, a half a marathon or, or anything uh, before I'd much rather work with them than an elite runner who's looking to shave 15 seconds off of their PR time to qualify for something, uh, you know, it, it's just, um, to me, it's more enjoyable and more rewarding uh, to help those people that are really uh, trying to do something more healthy and, and live a better life for themselves. Uh, to me, that's my wheelhouse. That's, that's, uh, that's my passion. That's who I think needs me, uh, you know, and and, uh, and and it works well. I need them. They need me. It's a beautiful thing. And that's what I was gonna I was gonna say to to ask you. Do you feel that it's almost equal sometimes when you work with people that, like you're saying, what it's like to experience that getting off the couch to a 5K? It's almost as if their blood runs through you as well. Like you feel that joy and you see that. I mean, again, you see it with, I work with, you know, higher level athletes as well to people who are brand new that you almost, you see that joy that I could not do this and now I can. And the reason I can do it is because you saw something in me that I could not see. And that's what I think is really cool about the who needs you is that sometimes you need to give to other people in order for them to, it's almost like you need them to believe oh, in sure. you. Sure. Sure. It's a constant flow. It's, it's, it's energy. It's, uh, it's love. It's give and take. It's, it's a matter of, um, it's, it's a, a cyclical, uh, experience, you know, of, uh, and it takes on a life of, of its own. And, uh, it's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's energy. It's energy. We give them our energy and they give it back to us and, and we just kind of bounce it back and forth for a while and, and people get better from it. Um, to me, that's just the most amazing thing. I work a lot right now. I've, I've got a couple of men's groups that are men that are in their 40s, uh, some of them 50s that have been out of fitness for a while. Um, men, I think, need me. Uh, they... Um, Men need me. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> they do, Brian. Uh, yeah, they do. No, they do. Uh, you know, as 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 uh, as macho as men come from, that macho ness comes from a back. It comes from insecurity, uh, and and they are very insecure about it, and they get themselves into a particular shape that isn't very good, and they don't quite know what to do next. They know what to do. They know what to do. We talked about this on the last mm-hmm. podcast that we always know what to do. We just don't always do it. 
And uh, we kind of have some closed door sessions where it's just us and it's, um, it's, and it's fantastic. Uh, you know, we make the goal progress, nothing other than progress, you know, better than today, worse than tomorrow, uh, you know, and, uh, and, and just try to, uh, uh, I messed that up. Better than yesterday, worse than tomorrow. That's where we are today. We gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's how I try to set things up for people and, and, uh, it's, it works out really well. Um, men and, and women, uh, you know, uh, are, are very sick right now. There are people who are really borderline sick, uh, in, and they, they're unhealthy and uh, it, a little bit goes a long way. And it's, uh, it's, it's what I love to do the most is helping people like that for sure. And it's physical and mental. When we talk about sickness, it's, really a we're not healthy and we are getting diseases because of not taking care of ourselves not just physically but mentally and i'll go back to is that you know sitting down and talking with people and working with people that are struggling um number one is that both brian and i like we're not perfect you know, we both have, speak for yourself. We both have struggled. Well, how you know, dare you? I'm sorry. <laughs> Brian is perfect. I've struggled in life, and that you know we're not perfect, and we're not going to sit here and pretend that every decision we've made in life has been perfect, and we are spotless, and we haven't given into temptation or made the wrong decision at certain points. I think that that's what makes us kind of who we are. That we're going to own it. We're going to own the decisions we've made. We're going to own not just the decisions in the past, but the decisions now. Whatever decisions we make, okay, we're now with this whole background of the experiences we've gone through with whether it's, you know, struggle or addiction or, you know, just abuse of something that we're going to take that and we've come into this realm of fitness, not just healing the body, but healing the mind. We're not saying we're gods, but if anyone does ask you if you're a god, you say yes. <laughs> um, that, you know, we're here to listen. We're here to kind of hear you. And if you need us, we are here because we need you just as much as you need us. And I think that's something that we feel very passionate about um, because with with what we can give our, you know, our history and our experiences with fitness and you know with running i mean running is a metaphor for life i mean we're all in this race together we're in this rat race sprint you know life is short just do it hurl yourself towards your goal to victory i mean it, it's the same thing it's life running is life fitness is life right it's through our veins and again this whole who needs you thing well we need each other. Um, if you sit back and see it as the glass half empty, who needs you? Well, that's an awful way to think about living life. Sure. Because you're probably not going to even open yourself up to the people around you because you feel like maybe you're going to be hurt or you're not good enough. And then there's your lack of self-esteem. You're, you know, Brian talked about why people come across, you know, like they have a chip on their shoulder. It's insecurities. Absolutely. I see more insecurity. I see more insecurity in the men than I do in the women. I, you know, I train, I train women as well. And, and, uh, and, and they, it's, it's, it's incredible. 
And, uh, you know, it's so funny, too, because I'm the type of trainer that will ask whoever I'm working with to really look at how they feel uh, more so, you know, than mentally than they do physically. And, and, And here I am. A 40-year-old man talking to other 40-year-old men about their feelings. But that's where we go. That's where you got to have to go. That's where we get someplace. That's where the real, you know, peeling away that onion is, uh, is where is, it's, it's everything. Um, you know, we can, I can have them exercise all day, every day, and eat kale until they're green in the face. But if that is as far as we take it, then there's just that, that those insides that is the real source of whatever anguish they've developed themselves or, you know, put themselves, every condition that they put themselves into comes from there. Uh, you know, cleaning up the diet is absolutely important. Uh, working out and, and moving your body in, in, a, in a way that it's not, you know, that has it in a while is also very important. But taking a look at those other things that you can't have... You can't have where we can't get to where we want to go without it. There's, it's just uh, it's just not going to happen. We can get pretty close, but we're not going to get all the way, which is what we want. So there's a little little story I always like to think about when I work with people, um, and I tell them, you know, start small, start with the small steps, just like how I've started in life. And I talk about there's a um, there's a teacher. It wasn't even my teacher. It was someone I worked with when I was in Maryland. I first started. And he told the story of what is it that you want to do in life? And I'm always like, I want to affect change. I want to, you know, oh, I want to be a mega superstar and be famous and rich. And then I'm like, "Mm, you know what? I don't know that I want that. I'm going to start small. I do want to affect change. And he's always talked about what is it that you want to do? Do you want to plant a tiny garden and watch that garden grow? Or do you want to eventually slowly let that garden be successful and start another crop and another crop and another. And pretty soon you're now feeding the entire world with that one little idea that you had that you, you thought that you were going to nourish and you were going to keep growing and growing and growing. And, and I think that's important to remember to start small, to start, you know, again, Brian and I are here because we wish to spread our message we spread our message, like you talk about with your, you know, your men's group, which is very important, starting step by step, but now taking this message to this broader spectrum, which we're hoping we're bringing to, you know, a larger scale right now, and really sit back and hear this message of one thing at a time. Who needs you? Well, if you think that you're not needed, we need you. Right. And maybe you don't know us personally yet. Maybe you may never know us personally, but hopefully you'll hear our message and that message is something that maybe you can take with you because people do need you. And probably the most important thing when I was thinking about talking about this topic was you need you. The most important, I I mentioned this in the last podcast is that there is no one more important in this world than you. And, you know, Brian, you talked about, um, if someone gave you a car and you had one car for a whole life, I mean, I said I would be detailing it with the same toothbrush and brush my teeth with. Like, I'm no, no question asked. I'm a car person. I love cars. Hey, if I'm rich and famous one day, I'm going to be that girl driving the Dodge Viper with the racing stripe down the side. I can't even drive stick, but I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out real fast. Cribs. Seriously, with my car. But 
Um, but it's true. You need you. Yeah. No, we need ourselves first. First, yeah, first and foremost. I can't help a single person if I don't help myself first. I, I, I don't know how. Um, it's like the know. airplane where you yeah. put on your own mask first and then assist the child. Yeah. Can't assist the child if you can't breathe yourself. That's right. I like that one. I like that one. Yeah, it's it's um, you know, and, and any love any love that I'm looking to get, I have to give mine away. Uh, it's just it's just how you know it's energy. It's um, it's 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 positive thoughts breed more positive thoughts, and and feeling good about myself uh, allows me to uh, help others feel good about themselves. Um, it's it's just it's really the core foundation of my philosophy and training 100%. I was, uh, I was coming off of an injury. I had a running injury. My knee was bothering me. I was in physical therapy. I had to take some time off of running. And I was, you know, it was over this winter and I was, I was definitely in a little bit of a rut myself personally. And I looked at it and I wasn't enjoying things quite as much as I was, as I should have been. And it was because I was, didn't, I, I didn't have the outlet that running provides me to fulfill, uh, you know, things that make me feel good. Running makes me feel good. I feel good. I'm able to help others feel good. It's just the way that it's, it's the way that it's, that it rolls. And when I didn't have that, I wasn't able to really put all my whole effort into things. And, uh, you know, so I said, well, what if I can never run again? What happens? It was like a conversation we had last week with your grandmother. Uh, you know, would I, I, I need to, I need to broaden my, my spectrum here to, in order to, you know, find other things uh, in life that I enjoy so much that allow me to help other people. It's big. Yeah, it's big. It. I'm big. I'm it. deep. I'm deep. I'm telling you. <laughs> Conti's the crazy one. I'm the one who's going to come in here and talk about our feelings. <laughs> Tell them about your spiritual advisor real fast, speaking of, because I think this is important. Yeah, my, my spiritual Speaking of who needs you, right? Who needs me? And who you oh, need. Forget it. And and this is one of the things. I, I never, I've, one of the things that makes me feel best about myself is my children. I love my kids. I love them. And they're my whole entire world. And it was part of, of my life that was absolutely missing that they, that I didn't have until they came here and they sure as heck need me, but just the same, I need them as much as, as, as they need me. Um, you know, they, in a way complete me like, uh, Jerry Maguire. <laughs> um, uh, but my spiritual advisor, I was telling Christine before is my five-year-old. He's amazing. He's got a heart as big as his mother's and he uh, is, he's got a smile that uh, my friend Tom, who uh, does my acupuncture, calls the million dollar smile. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, I have three boys. He's my middle. I'm a middle child. We're kindred spirits. And he, uh, you know, they're all different. They're all different, just the same. Uh, my, my oldest is the ringleader. He's smart. He's, uh, he, he gets things done. He's very, uh, independent. He's, uh, he's amazing. My youngest is, um, is a resident Irishman. He'll ram his head against the wall and has no problem punching anybody in the face. Uh, yeah, three boys. It's always, uh, it's always, you know, but it's, it's, uh, he's, he's funny. He's a, uh, he's a, he's a piece of work, but my middle guy is, is the feeler. He's the feeler of the bunch and he is in tune 
and he'll say things like, uh, he's talking to my mom on the beach, and he says, uh, you know, Mimi, the water starts there, and it comes in and out, but it really never ends. Oh, that's deep. <laughs> that's deep. Five years old. Yeah, you know, and uh, it was one of those things, you know, kids say kids say the darndest things, but he he, I could see him being loved. I can see it. I can see it. There's a there's a visual reaction to him receiving love, and I see him in turn give it. And it's just one of those things where it re- makes you realize again, uh, it, or for the first time if it hasn't already, that this these actual feelings really exist. And when I'm working with somebody who's trying to improve their fitness and they come to me for fitness and I can see them love themselves again, it's a visual thing. It's, and, and, and it's, it's very, very, very effective way of, of reaching people and, and having them. And I pointed out to them, I say, you feel good, don't you? And they say, yeah, and they want more and it's unlimited. And uh, it's and I, I do all these things because that is exactly how my fitness and how I uh, have, have been able to expand my own thing and, uh, and you know and, and help myself in a way you know it's 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 um, we can ram our heads against the wall we can go to boot camps we can do all these things we can follow very stringent diets and not stray from them one single bit and still be miserable people what good is that we want it all no good we want it all well lauren is um my youngest daughter and she is kind of like that it's funny because um it took it took a long time to have my my son i have two kids and i thought you know what we're having one child that's it this is what you know god's plan who's ever plan i'm gonna have one kid and along came lauren um didn't know i was pregnant until i was three months pregnant um, didn't, was still running, doing everything. I just, not uh, gain that much weight at the beginning. I'm sorry. Hate me now. Um, <laughs> I didn't know. I thought I was going to be on TLC and like a baby story. I don't know. Like, you know, in the bathroom, like I'm at a prom, um, who knows? But needless to say, I thought I was dying. I felt so sick. And along comes Lauren, find out I'm pregnant. They're like, by the way, you're going to have a baby in six months. And I'm like, say what? Here's your ultrasound. Here's the heartbeat. Congratulations. I was like, <gasps> That's amazing. It was just, it literally was amazing because it was just almost impossible to have my son. So along comes Lauren and she, damn it, was meant to be here. Like she wanted to be here. When they talk about like, there's a sign, there's a reason. Yes. Um, And she is our lover. She is someone who, again, being needed, like we keep going back, who needs you? Well, she needs, as as my daughter, yes, she needs me as a mother figure. That's great. But I need her. She's the one who just sings songs. She's throwing flowers. She is a does her own thing. If we talk about people not giving an F, she gives no Fs about anything. <laughs> None. She's doing her own thing. She's singing songs. We had, we had a kitten that passed away, so she sings songs in a the kittens over the rainbow bridge with all, you know, grandpa and this, this doggy and just very. They get it, they, don't they? They get it. They are so untainted and and open-minded and beautiful souls. But you look at her and almost you can see like an energy field around her happiness. There is no negativity built into her brain. And I needed that. So I'm being selfish because when I'm around her, 
Yeah, she's frustrating sometimes because it's she leaves a trail of terror behind <laughs> well, her left children. and right. They're, but they are kids. They can be frustrating. You know, um, but she is just that open spirit. And I needed that. I mean, maybe it's maybe whoever. She needed to be here. So we think about being needed. And the other thing you mentioned was about how, you know, people don't feel their energy or their um, they said for years, I taught these classes, like women's empowerment classes or like a dance class. People would come in with their shoulders rounded, this kind of, neg- you know, kind of you could see yes. on them that they were not holding themselves up, very insecure. And I would say to everyone before we started, and I even say it after every class or training I do, all right, everyone, take a deep breath in. Shoulders back, chest is lifted, abs in tight. Now we're ready. Just opening up their, their stands. And at the end of class, those same people that walked in an hour before, hunched over and rounded, they walk out with their shoulders back, totally different energy that maybe they didn't know they needed that, but they needed that. That's a cue. Absolutely. They, I, we, we, we were doing lots of six week challenges for a while uh, at the gym that I work at. And they, uh, inevitably people would come in because they needed a jump start, and they, um, and we would provide them that with that. And they were making uh, two classes a week and, and making other classes on the side, but we met exclusively for two classes per week. And just like you said, we would see things change just in that, just the way the shoulders go back, just the way the shoulders go back. And then we'd also start see the, seeing them uh, show up with new clothing on because they went out and they got a cool outfit to wear to the gym to make them feel good. It makes them feel good. It's, you know, I wear the same holy junk <laughs> now myself uh, for years and years and years. They're my favorite shorts. You'll never take them from me alive. Uh, but, you know, things, uh, they, uh, you know, it's just really a, a physical uh, change of, you know, it's, it's a, it's progress. It's a metamorphosis that they, that they are able to see themselves in a different light just by in, I mean, it's not six weeks. It's nothing compared to what, you know, a lifetime or, or anything. It's a good, like I said, jump start. but it's just the way that people really see themselves after, um, really see who they are and who they can be. Absolutely. I think too. There's one more thing that I want to throw out at you to, to see what you think about this. Um, as we, get through our who needs you today because we've been talking a lot about like who needs you like people need us we need them but there's one more thing that when I was thinking about this like who needs you like in that glass half empty kind of thing is that in life if you don't put yourself out there and you don't try and you know be needed or need others you can really disappear in the backdrop. Um, and this was really funny when I grew up, um, my mom was a kindergarten teacher for almost 40 years. God bless her because I, little kids are not my forte. I'm the older kid. My wife is a, is a first grade teacher. I don't know how she did. She doesn't understand what I did. She, so she always took off from work whenever I had a field trip or, or whatnot. She would always say work goes on without you. That as much as you think that you're needed, yeah. life will go on without you. Right. And the same thing when I started my teaching career, she had said, 
make sure that you take your sick, make not, yes, not your sick days, your personal days. Make sure you take your personal days. Use them. You're never going to get them back because life goes on. Whether you think it doesn't, if you think you're not at work and right. kids go crazy and it's not going on, if something happens to you, life goes on. Yeah. And that I thought was kind of positive and negative at the same time because I'm like, what do you mean? I'm, no one can replace me. Like, I'm me. And it's, I'm irreplaceable. Right. However, when you talk about who needs you, that was something that came to mind. Like, who needs you? Like life goes on. However, if you don't put yourself out there and make people need you for something, sure, then you're right. Yes. Who needs you? But if you want to have an impact in life, you want to change something, you want to run that first marathon, damn it, get out there and do it. Because who needs you? You need you. Yeah. And I think that's an important message to think that are you going to disappear or are you going to make an impact? I don't care how small it is. You're planting one plant. I mean, damn it. I kill everything that I grow. So <laughs> this whole planting thing for me is like a really big deal. I know people don't understand how big this is, but it is. You're, you're, you you know, your seeds are going elsewhere. Don't worry. They're not necessarily going on the ground. They're going into the universe. Thank God. And no one relies on me to grow food to feed them because we'd all be starving to death. But, um, but that's, it's important. If, even if you don't want to believe it, we are all needed. And the more you put yourself out there, the more people yeah. will need you. Yeah, you could set up a fruit stand, uh, uh, you know, on a on a street corner in Manhattan, or you can set it in, uh, you know, somewhere in the middle of the desert of Nevada, and uh, you know, it's it's you're gonna have a better hit ratio, I believe. You know, if you if you put yourself in a more populated area, so yeah, you have to really, uh, you know, get out there and and. Uh, and, and show people that you are needed. So you are. Yeah. Any closing statements that you have today? Because then we got to talk about what we're going to, uh, what we're going to tell everyone about in the next couple episodes that we have. Yeah, good. No, I, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I think that it's, um, we, we tend to limit ourselves sometimes, you know, uh, saying, I only do this, I only do that. And, uh, and I think that, you know, as a trainer, I need to be just as open as the people that I train and and really um, work towards, uh, you know, explaining myself in a way that, that they can understand what I'm trying to do with them. It's not just about, uh, you know, working out. It's not just about physical, you know, or, or eating well. It's really about doing everything on the big huge plate uh the whole spectrum uh in order to get everything that we want we want all the uh you know we, we want to make sure that um i'm rambling a bit here but i want to make you know we just want to make sure that we get everything out of this and not just look like the guy from men's health magazine because that's probably not going to happen uh you know and and i think that uh it's 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 just um just way more to it than that and i think that once you do that that that's where the real answers are and that's where the biggest transformations happen uh, i think that that's where where people really get it uh, and and that's where it stays uh, it's not counting calories it's not uh you know it's not just working as hard as i can as much as i can and and then you know then what 
it's it's really staying in the moment and and, uh, and, and being good to yourself and, and it's a form of self-respect and longevity that's, that's why like that's why we're here longevity. it's about longevity not just physically mentally you name it whatever's on brian's plate it's probably a lot of plants um at this point right I do plants, plants and vegetables and fruits but yeah. which is you know which is something else that you know we're going to get into i think we should definitely um hash out some of the diets that are out there yeah um that you know the two of us are you know coming from this fitness and competitive background um of athletics and running and health and wellness and fitness and, and you name it there's just so much um that need to be discussed and there's so many myths out there and there's so many things that this is working and this is working and i saw this on tv so this is why it's right i have that issue a lot with yeah. people that i know um Those damn infomercials oh my gosh so that is something that we are definitely going to um to be to be touching on and um what else we're going to get into our our running because i know um we are determined to stay in our wheelhouse and we're not going to stray away from what we don't understand. And, uh, and that's big. So we're excited to talk a little bit about our running and how to improve other people's fitness and their breathing and infusing yoga and, uh, stay tuned for some, uh, some guest appearances, um, for some people that we're going to talk about or talk to as well. So, yeah. Glad to have you guys. We appreciate you checking in with us, and we're gonna, uh, you know, keep working, and 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 uh, we, we'll see you on the other side. Signing off. Two uh, fit crazies. Two, and the microphone.